0: Thanks for tapping into some untapped keg podcasts where we explore different perspectives into sobriety and mental health, where you can take something, implement it into your own life. We believe there's only one right way on this journey, and that's the way that works for you. I'm RJ Zimmerman. I'm a self-discovery after alcohol coach, this naked mind certified, and a lived experience educator. I have nine and a half years without drinking alcohol, and- Whatever vocabulary you use, sobriety, alcoholic, don't drink, alcohol-free, freedom from alcohol, it's all welcome because it really is about your journey. And I honestly believe that. With that today, I want to go into some of the most important parts of my journey. And it begins six years into my stopping drinking, my sobriety. Six years into my sobriety, I had this deep sense of de- self-disconnection, and I didn't know that. What was going on internally was nothing. I had this feeling that there was more. I was very successful on the outside. On the outside, nobody could tell that there was anything going on with me. I looked like I had the dream life. Everything was working to be a life that I really, really, really should enjoy. But I was dissociating, numbing, not inside my body. I had no words. There was an inner dialogue, but it just kept repeating. There's got to be more than just this. There's got to be something else. Almost four years ago, I had two young kids, one three months old and one almost two, 20 months probably, and my then wife came to me and asked for a divorce, and it rocked my world. We're running a business. She's running a business, and I'm supporting her, right? I'm trying to do everything that I can to support her dreams and her goals. But I wasn't there. I wasn't present. I felt like with more time we could be there. We're both spread really thin, two young kids, really successful careers, business, running a business together. I have a high demand job and being a high voltage line tech and If there's a storm, I got to go work, right? So I'm working, and everything is lining up. And then my reality crumbled. I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know where to turn. I blamed myself for everything that was happening because it, it was my fault. I wasn't there. I wasn't present. I didn't have words. I couldn't have deep conversations. I didn't even know where to start. I didn't even know this void that I was trying to stuff everything into. I didn't understand what it was. I didn't even know my next move. I just knew that something had to change. And that started my personal growth, my healing journey, my self-discovery. Had you asked me, who is RJ? I would have responded, a high-voltage line tech, a dad, a husband, all things that are roles, but they're not me. How can you answer that question? I looked in the mirror, did not like what I saw. I also didn't know who I was looking at. I just knew I didn't like it. Almost two years ago, My kids come home and they see me and they yell, daddy, I love you. I missed you. And my internal dialogue went, how can you love such a piece of shit? How are you so dumb that you love me? And I caught it and I'm like, where the, where did that come from? What is that? And that awareness, that catch. Made me realize how much I hated myself. That self-loathing. Identifying what it was and where I was operating from as a person, as a dad, as a husband, a partner. Everything. That's why I blamed myself. When my ex-wife came to me with a divorce. When I didn't enjoy my job when anything has happened in my life that has been challenging. It's always been because of me. That's, a, that's also something that is a blessing at points because I will accept my responsibility. The problem is when I over accept my responsibility. And that's really easy to do. It's really easy to overlook who we are. It's easy to overlook this disconnection. I felt like I was supposed to suffer. I was supposed to go through life feeling like something was missing. I was supposed to sacrifice everything to help those around me. That was what my role was. But what I was really doing was avoiding myself. I was creating this disconnection inside myself so that I couldn't connect with anybody around me, even my kids. The truth is for the first Three years of my oldest son's life, when I heard he loved me, I didn't believe him. The entire time that my wife would tell me she loves me, I didn't believe her. My friends gave me a compliment. I don't remember any of those compliments because I would go away. At our wedding, my brother was my best man, and he gave a speech, and I remember the first line of his speech, and that's it. I went somewhere else. And you can see it in the pictures. I'm staring. I don't know where I was. And then my dad also gave a speech. And it was the same thing. I remember the first line. And I remember my wife grabbing my shoulder and giving me a kiss. And I don't remember anything in between. That's not something that is healthy. That's not something that is sustainable. You can go through life like that, but are you living a life that you can enjoy? Are you there experiencing life? Or are you trying to fit yourself into a life that people tell you you should want? Are you trying to take yourself and mold yourself around circumstances, around other people's goals and dreams. What is it that you want from life and what are your goals? And I didn't have it. I was waking up every day on autopilot. I would go to work and I would think, what do I have to do to get back to sleep? And I truly meant it when I said that I loved the people in my life, when I told them that I love them. But I didn't have an understanding, truly, of what that was. And the fact that I couldn't receive that, how are you supposed to give what you can't receive? There's been a lot of lessons that I've learned in these previous three, four years this over this journey. This discovering who I am. Moving from this hatred and this self-loathing into Just being okay with myself. I find myself trying to skip that middle, trying to get to the end. I want to be healed. I want to have self worth and self confidence and understand that I do deserve success in my life. And the success that I deserve is what I define that success as. But it's the journey in the middle the process that allows me to define that without the middle, just going straight to the end. There's no memories. There's no understanding of being there for somebody. how can you be there for somebody else if you can't be there for yourself? I found myself always trying to fix, fix other people. Always trying to answer people's problems was the strong friend. I was the one that people could come to and talk to. Because I I would try to offer advice. I seemed like I had it all together. And what I was giving to other people is what I wanted to give to myself. When I discovered this self-loathing, it was a process to realize Not just what it was, but how can I go about reversing this? Understanding that I've been operating my entire life beyond reverse. That my self-worth was beyond zero. It was negative. I had negative self-worth. Understanding that was a little bit of a weight off. I'm not going to lie. Being able to name, that's what that is. Okay. So now when I hear that, when I can... I already caught it once, so when I start talking to myself in that deep negative tone, in that deeply negative, you don't deserve anything, I can catch that, and I can just say, why? I can say, who are you? Who are you talking to me right now? Is it my peers from when I was younger? family members? Is it my worst fears? Who is that that is telling me that I don't deserve success? I don't deserve to even like myself, be okay with myself. I feel like I have a voice and words. I noticed that I hated myself and I had some deep self-loathing and I look in the mirror and I'm recoiling just really slightly, but I, I can see it. That's how much I didn't like who I saw when I was looking in the mirror. Not only was it, who is this person? Who are you? But it was, you suck so much that you deserve all the bad things that are happening to you. Not only do you deserve all the bad things that are happening to you, your children are going to have to suffer because of who you are. That was difficult to swallow. That was a fear that I had that I, I kept pushing that fear away. So when I saw that I'm recoiling in the mirror, and left, oh, gross, right? Instead, when I started looking in the mirror, I'd shrug my shoulders and I'd be like, you're okay. Because I, I had the understanding that I can't look in the mirror and say, I love you. Because it wasn't true. And if I'm not being true to myself, if I'm shaping that experience that other people say I should want, that I should aspire to, that's not me. That I can't just make that leap. I have to just look and say, you're okay, and see where that goes. Just doing that one thing and taking away that flinch, taking away the gross response, just shrugging and saying, you're okay. Every time I looked in the mirror, rear view mirror, catch my eye, you're okay. And I'd say it out loud sometimes. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes people would catch me, hear me saying, you're okay. And what? I'm like, yeah, everything's okay. That that was honestly the start of an onion being peeled and being honest with myself to a degree that was uncomfortable. I really accepted my presence. Right, I accepted where I was in life. That my disconnection and my self-hatred led to a divorce from a person that I still truly care about. But if I wrong that person to the point where they care about me, but they need to protect their own peace. I can't make them stay. I can't correct that. And that doesn't mean that I'm unworthy. And that doesn't mean that I deserve it. It's just the present. And that's me accepting responsibilities for how I interacted in the relationship and how I allowed Things to happen. I allowed a disconnect to build. Now that I know better, I do better. I think that that's everybody. If you know better, you'll do better. When you look at yourself in the mirror and you ask, who am I? Are there things that you can say that are not identified with your job? Identified with gender, race? sexual orientation? Something you do? Who is RJ? That was a question. It's still being answered. It's a work in progress. Everybody changes. Sometimes the strides are long. Sometimes They're very, very short. When you look back, you can see it. This journey of discovering who I am, of healing from this self-loathing and this self-hatred, it's taken me to be okay with my emotions, understand that I'm human, giving myself grace that I can make mistakes and that's, a good thing. It's good that I'm willing to make mistakes because if I wasn't willing to make mistakes, I'm not living. I'm not learning. I'm trying to fit myself around what other people would deem is great, is success. Is that my definition? No. So I've had to unlearn a lot about what I enjoy, what successes, emotions, masculinity, identities, where my passions lie, acceptance, responsibility, accountability. Vulnerability, what is bravery? Bravery is not avoiding. Bravery is not just just dealing with it. Bravery is speaking up for yourself. Living with intention and integrity. Which really means deliberately doing things in your life to create joy, to have happiness, to... Experience your reality, right? And then doing it with integrity, being true to yourself, allowing yourself to be wrong. Allowing yourself to let go. It doesn't all have to be serious. It doesn't all have to be fun. You can have both. It's in the gray. It's not black and white. And it's not for myself. I have found it's not unlearning and relearning. It's unlearning and learning. Trying new things. Yoga, Kung Fu, Tai Chi, a new wardrobe. Books that I'm reading. Different podcasts. Learning about different subjects. Starting a new career in a business. Understanding that I have don't just have a story to tell, but other people resonate with my story so deep that it allows them to give themselves compassion and grace. It allows them to find a path to start discovering who they are. Who are you? So who's RJ? Someone who's learning about emotions. Learning a new vocabulary allows people to show up as they are. I don't expect you to act a certain way despite how you may look. doesn't mean that I don't give judgment because I'm human. I do. And I'm wrong. But I allow you to to, uh, make me wrong. Show me who you are. I allow you to grow and change. I'm still a dad. I love being a dad. On this journey, finding my emotions and being okay, it allows me to be there with my kids as they're experiencing emotions. So I have two boys, right? And they will cry. They're five and four. Today is my youngest birthday. He's four. I can't believe he's four. I cannot believe. It feels like yesterday. We just went to the hospital and we're coming home with a newborn while we had an 18-month-old at home and everything was chaos. But there was still that love, right? And I love being a dad. There have been so many times that I've sat with my kids while they're crying and in pain, and I'm not telling them, don't cry, toughen up. You did it to yourself. It's it's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad, mad, all of it. We can try to name what's going on. We can try to redirect it. Let's hit pillows. Let's not hit each other. Let's not throw controllers playing video games. Let's take deep breaths. Be there with each other. And I've sat there and I've cried with them in times where they're very sad because i mean and daddy don't live together anymore. We're going through this process and it's difficult on everyone. And I don't tell them to hide how difficult it is for them because that hurts me, right? I don't tell them to hide their emotions. I'll feel them with them. Not their emotions, but my own. And that allows me to connect with them at a deeper level. I lose my patience with them. Too often than I'd like to admit. I don't don't have infinite patience. I'm human. I have ADHD. My emotions are deep. They come up big. Sometimes they happen real quick. Sometimes they're a little bit slow. Something that happened in the morning is coming through in the evening. And when I notice that my patience is thin... It's quick, and I'm frustrated or annoyed with them. My voice is raising often. I wonder if I'm feeling frustration, annoyance, real anger at being hurt, pain. What is it? Because that's what anger is. Anger is a, okay, something hurt. Something is frustrating. Something is annoying. And when I name that it's frustration or annoyance I feel, And I see it, I'm like, yeah, of course, that would frustrate and annoy anybody. It allows it to pass, and I reset my patience. Doesn't happen as quickly as I'd like. I also apologize because my kids deserve to learn that daddy's not perfect, and I can be accountable for my actions, as well as them being accountable and responsible for their own actions and that's part of finding out who you are too and unlearning your old patterns learning new ones trying them out what works what doesn't i've taken myself out on dates i've gone to a restaurant put my earbuds in because again i have adhd i'm not sitting there inside and yes that is not happening Put my earbuds in, play a playlist, and just enjoying myself. Enjoying the food, the atmosphere. Sometimes I have a conversation with myself. I'm not scrolling social media. And I'm just there. also journaling. That's something new that I tried. Can't fucking believe it. Like, it still frustrates the shit out of me. My really great friend in the UK goes by Up for the Challenge. Um, He's the lead head member, organizer of an amazing charity called Up for Mental Health. Go to upformentalhealth.org. They have incredible resources. These quick videos they can give you ideas on things that you can try that you've never tried before. I've tried salsa dancing, tried West African dance. I do enjoy it. My rhythm turns out that that's something that can be learned. And all of this is really changing my vocabulary and my self-talk, my inner dialogue, from that self-loathing, that disconnection. Not understanding what I want from life. Changing that dialogue. To one that's more curious. Why? What is that? Where is it from? Is it deep? Is it from years ago? Do you remember a time when you were really embarrassed and you feel shame around that now, a time where you wish you had acted different, a time where you started identifying as a piece of shit, a time where you felt it was your fault that those closest to you suffer. Okay. You remember that time. It's okay. It's okay that you felt that way. It's okay that that's the words you used and that's the memory you have. Are you going to let it control your future? Or are you going to look in the mirror and shrug and say, you're okay? And asking me these questions of why. It's helped me to have this creative side. The unicorn behind me, if you're watching the YouTube video, is Woo Woo Express, and I went through this Naked Mind coaching certification. That was amazing. It's scientifically backed processes that work, right? There's scientific data that explains the alcohol, what it does to our body. It's scientifically backed belief system, but it's also not that it's shameful that you can't drink alcohol, that it's shameful that you're being othered. It's shameful where you are in your present right now. It's allowing you to look and say, I'm human. I'm allowed to make mistakes. I'm allowed to do better from this point forward because now I know better. Now I've learned. And if I don't do perfect, that's okay too, because again, I'm human. So I might fall back into old patterns and old ways of doing things. And if I give myself grace and understanding and I'm willing to learn from it, next time I might do a little bit better. Next time I'll do even better. And then. I will act in a situation where before I would be gone I would act in a way that I'd be proud of and I can look in the mirror and say I am proud of you, you may not be able to say I love you but I can say that you're doing more than okay and I am proud of you having that curiosity has allowed me to find authenticity. It's allowed me to share my story in a way that is approachable. It's not the woo-woo express unicorn in the back, right? Although sometimes the facts feel woo-woo. But that authenticity that I'm living my values, that I'm no longer taking myself And shaping myself to what I'm told I should want. I'm no longer living how I feel like I should. And I'm living based on how I feel. And I'm living how I want to. I'm choosing to learn. I'm choosing these lessons. I'm choosing to grow, choosing to heal, and I'm allowing myself to be. Hence the Ghostbusters proton pack behind me. I'm a nerd. I used to hide that. I used to compartmentalize my entire life. Work was a different RJ. Home was a different RJ. Partner husband was a different RJ family brother son different rj friends different rj now it's just rj and the amount of energy it took to maintain all those compartment compartments all that compartmentalization i've taken that energy and i've been able to put it into life i've been able to put it into finding new hobbies, expanding old ones, giving myself grace and compassion, learning a new vocabulary, understanding that I can still be a critic to myself, but I don't have to be vicious, that I can still push myself and want myself to do better and be my best, but I can do that while celebrating how far I've come. I can do that while giving myself grace that I'm human. Understanding that my best today may not be the same best that's tomorrow. May not be the same best that I was four, five, six, eight months ago. A year ago. Sometimes it's going to be down a little bit. Sometimes it's going to be up. But you know what? Showing up. Allowing myself to do better. And not be defined by my past. Accepting my present so I can forgive my past. And create my future. Create a future of my dreams, my passions, that I can help guide people to the beginning of this journey, to some of the middle parts, understanding that I can't help people pass pain. I can stand there with them and let them know that I understand pain. I understand I understand what it's like to look at it for the first time in a long time. I have so many blankets and newspapers that you've shoved over messes that is you and you look around and you don't even know where to start because where where am I? What is up with all these newspapers and blankets in this house? And as you pull one up it's pain, it's shame. Things that you didn't want to tell yourself, what you were avoiding. Questions you didn't want to ask because you didn't want the answer to that you knew. Having sleepless nights because nothing is how it was supposed to be. Because your family is not the family that you had envisioned. The family that you thought it was going to be. Understanding that it's okay to have made mistakes. It's okay to be where you are. And this is, this is woo-woo. It's okay to be where you are because it's the only place that you can be. So many times in my life I've wanted to sleep because my dreams have been easier to understand than my reality. I've been scared of the unknown. I still am scared of the unknown. I still am scared. I, I let scarcity run my life sometimes. That fear that I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm going to stay here because at least I know what's around. Not allowing myself to understand that that next step could be three feet in front of me, could be 10 feet in front of me. But when I take a breath and I look around and I understand that nobody knows, throw the shit against the wall and see what sticks. No matter where you are in your journey, whether you're just stopping alcohol, whether you're a year in and you're like, now what? I quit drinking. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You're looking in the mirror and you don't know who it is you're looking at. Whether you've been healing for a year, two years, three years. It takes time. And you don't always have to be working on it. You don't always have to be intentional and have your awareness and be mindful of everything that you do. But you can allow yourself to experience joy. You can allow yourself to have wonder and awe. Chase those things that pique your curiosity and allow yourself to be creative with life. Embrace the unicorns. Embrace the rainbows. Embrace Ghostbusters and the ner- nerddom. Embrace who you are so that you can just live and be. Be honest with yourself about where you are. Do you feel that void? Do you feel that disconnection that you didn't know was disconnection? Do you have that anger and that jadedness that life is not what you're talking about, RJ. You're so full up on yourself that you think you're making sense. This is not for me. I don't know who who thought this was going to be a good idea, but next person that I see that suggests this, I'm a punch in the face, right? That's extreme. That is something that I would have said not too long ago. Like I said about the journaling, and I got off topic, but My friend up, up for the challenge, told me to journal. It was going to be great for me. And to have two journals. I'm not not writing. I'm not writing things down. I don't even know what to write down. What? turns out that whatever you're feeling, whatever story is in your head that is doing circles, and it's coming back around, and it goes away, and it comes back around, just write it down. It helps you to work through it. I take videos. And you can find them on all social media at untapped keg. TikTok is untapped keg RJ. I do videos where I'm looking at myself in the camera and I'm talking myself through lessons that I'm learning this time relearning because I understood it at one time and now it comes time to implement it with intention. And I'm just not. I'm looking at myself and talking myself through things that are going through my mind. And at the end of every single one, I say, I love you. That's the one time that I look at myself and I say it. In the mirror, it's still, you're doing pretty damn good. You're okay. Whatever it feels like on the day. I don't force it. but you're not alone. I feel it too. I'm still discovering things about myself, about life, about relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, all of the above. I'm still relearning lessons. I'm understanding that Just because I feel something does not mean somebody else feels the same thing. And there's nothing wrong with that on either side. Understanding that I'm not perfect, I'm human, I make mistakes. That's okay because I would rather make mistakes than choose to be where I was. Going through life, not understanding what else is out there for me, not wanting to be awake. What do I have to do to get to sleep? Not being there fully with my children. Not able to answer, who am I? Who is that I'm looking at in the mirror? Who is RJ? So I want to leave you with this. Accept your present. Because life really is... All unicorns and rainbows. We forget that unicorns are animals and they got a shit. And when we're too busy admiring the rainbows, the shit piles up, starts to stink. We don't like where we're at. And all of a sudden, it starts to cover up all the rainbows. And then when we go to start cleaning, it takes a long time, and we get angry. But if we take care of the shit as it happens, we can admire those unicorns. We can admire the rainbows. And we can enjoy where we're at right now. So why don't you get out, enjoy the unicorns and rainbows. Be willing to discover something new about yourself. Explore. Try that hobby. Take 10 minutes to do something for yourself that you know you enjoy and allow yourself to enjoy it. Don't feel guilty. Whether it's a Mountain Dew and a Little Debbie, ice cream, just sitting on your phone, scrolling social media, whatever it is that you can do to bring joy, playing video games, cuddling with your kids, Holding your partner's hand, sitting alone in a dark room in peace and quiet. Allow yourself to do that. If you'd like to get in contact with me, rj at untappedkeg.com. Follow me on Instagram untapped keg. Leave me a comment. Uh, slide into my DMs. They're open. Go ahead and ask me questions. Because I will get back to you. I will answer you. May not be right away. Because I got ADHD. And that's not an excuse. That's just part of who I am. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can, all right? Let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Because at least we don't make it, we tried. I love you.